Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Alexander Mar Alexander Mars, and this is for midweek's topic, normally which happens on Wednesday. I didn't get to it, so we're doing it on Friday. So today's date is March the fourth of twenty twenty two and going to be talking about what's going on in my life right now. Um <clears throat> I know in my last podcast I said that I was going to be focusing on, uh, since March is disability awareness, I wouldn't do that, but um, something I need to talk about what's going on, because this is really getting frustrating, and I think it needs to be talked about, so anyway. Um, as I said last week... And uh, last Sunday in my last podcast that I have to get a woman exam done and I need to get that done. Um, cannot be, I can't be awake. So I'm getting the anesthesia, which classifies it as a surgery. So the hospital that I'm going to is classifies it as surgery. Technically it's not, but anytime they use anesthesia, that's how they classify it. So anyway. So, so that's what they're doing. And so, it's just crazy. So anyway, so I've been preparing. I've like, uh, on Wednesday of this week, I had to go get a COVID test, got that taken care of. Actually, that was one, actually all the COVID tests, that was pretty nice. It was not that brutal. Uh, the nurse did an awesome job. Uh, she was friendly. I liked her. Even though I was in there for a few minutes. We talked about COVID a little bit. Uh, I told her they needed a better way to test this stuff because I don't ever think COVID is ever going to away. And the protocols for getting tested for different things is never going to go away. And they just need to find a better, easier, job, uh, easier way of testing for COVID. But that aside... So I've been, I've actually been quarantining since last weekend. I decided no one didn't tell me to, but because of my health and how easily I can sometimes catch things, I decided that the best thing for me to do was just, just not be out in public as much. Not always. I really, really had to. So last week, the only place I went was to the doctor's office. That was about it. Get the COVID test. Then he did a couple of errands that didn't require that much and then got some lunch from McDonald's and came home, but actually did one errand, but I wasn't really around people. So I was like, cool, all this stuff. So I've been staying home. I've been trying to get stuff done because my doctor informed me when he did that, that I could be in pain for a few days, so I was like, after my exam, and I'm like, alrighty. So I've like, I've been trying to get things done just in case I can't can't walk or I'm in a lot of pain or, or whatever. I've just been trying to get things done. I had, I like, I washed my bedding this week off of, off of my bed really well for the dryer quick working. <laughs> That's we're not dealing that my household isn't dealing with the dryer situation until my until I get through the examination we're like nope we're, 
we're good. <clears throat> we we have if we need to use a dryer, we we have someone that we can follow theirs until until this is all resolved for me. So that's good. But things happen, you know. I mean, unexpected things goes kaput, and that's what just happened. But anyway. <clears throat> So, I've been trying to get things done. I've been trying to get my uh, my room picked up. I've been trying to do this and that. So, anyway. So, so I got my COVID test. And so, I've been, been quarantining um, stuff because I thought I was getting my... I, my, test, my test done on Monday, it turns out. I'm getting it done sometime next week not on Monday but <clears throat> it's just crazy so, so I was just like this is just nuts <clears throat> so I get a call this morning from my doctor's office and I talked to I talked to one of the staff there and and I get this call and, <clears throat> and she tells me and I looked at the caller ID this morning and I was like this is not good this means they've had to change I was thinking it was either due to my schedule that something's going on with my scheduling of using the OR or <clears throat> my media thought was I didn't really think about the scheduling, but many even thought that my test came out positive or something for COVID. And I was like, what? How did that happen? But anyway, but no, it wasn't. It was, it was the other thing I thought. It was, they had a call and they told me that the hospital had to reschedule it for a different day next week. Not on the original day. Not on Monday as I was, had planned and was working for it and wanted to know that if it would work within my schedule and they're lucky it did but I actually like the time better for the day the, the next day the, the the following them well the second attempt that they scheduled it for but so I asked so I asked the I'm I asked the office person who I was speaking to I said, why did the hospital cancel it? And they said it was due to shortage, staff shortage. And I'm like, oh, great. So, and this is not the first thing. This is not, um, I've been hearing a lot. <clears throat> There's another person I know that was supposed to um, get they were supposed to get surgery and they actually had to go to a different hospital to get it because the hospital they originally were supposed to go did not have everything they need to do to perform the surgery. And it, and that person only got like a few days notice. It was just crazy. And it was just like, yeah, it's just really crazy about shortage. So, I want to go back and talk about the staff shortage at at the hospital. You know, this is crazy. And this is what I keep saying. If they didn't push, who's ever behind this huge mandate on hospitals 
to make all their staff, whoever works at the hospital, vaccinated was crazy because this is just causing, uh, this is not, this is causing just too much of a problem. I am just very thankful that I'm in a position where since my surgery got rescheduled, though it's not really a surgery, but that I was able to, to say, yeah, that works. Um, it's just really nuts, but, but there's some people that can't easily just up and change their, their schedule just because the hospital does it. It's just really weird and all the stuff that, um, all the stuff that you have to do anyway. So it's really stuff, but all the storage problems with staffing at nurse at the hospitals with nurses, especially with nurses and doctors and the medical staff, and not, not just with medicals, but for the cleaning staff as well. People who make things work at the hospital is, <clears throat> you know, ever since they put these huge mandates within the, the hospital system, it's just, it's caused shortages. That's why there wasn't enough beds during the COVID peak, you know, trying to blame it on people who weren't vaccinated and it's like yeah because there's not enough beds because there's not enough beds because there's not enough medical staff to be signed to that bed that's how it works and it's just crazy it's just one of those things that we've due to the mandates there's not enough people working and how are people supposed to get things done that they need to get done that they can't I mean, what if this was a life-saving surgery that I needed and can't wait? <laughs> or what if somebody actually does need it? Oh, I've knew some type of surgery that's life-threatening and they need it done like now. Is there going to be enough help? This is some really scary thoughts. And I think, I mean, it, it's just not, I think some of these mandates need to be removed and let the staff come back I mean it's just nuts it's just crazy and I think another reason why I think a lot of uh, the nursing staff just staff uh, left in general it was the mandates were just the last straw on the camel's back it just was because nurses have not been treated very well, especially the ones. Um, another hospital where I go to too, when I had a family member in the hospital right before COVID hit, the, the nurses were working for that particular hospital on that floor. I don't know about the other floors, but they were working like 12 hours straight. So basically they came at six in the morning and got off at six at night. And so basically for the next shift came in at 6 p.m. in the evening and then got off six in the morning. That's like 12 hours straight. And hardly, especially with a day shift, hardly with no breaks and not be able to go to the bathroom. So, I mean, this is just ridiculous. And I mean, the way to solve this is to treat nurses and make give them a good pay, make sure they get breaks, 
have enough medical staff and to me get rid of the mandates for COVID. I mean, most of the nurses were the most of the medical staff or people who worked in hospitals were already vaccinated or they were really sick with COVID and don't feel like they need to get vaccinated for whatever. Instead of if the hospitals really felt or I should say the CEOs of the hospitals really felt it was important for their staff to get vaccinated instead of forcing them they should educate them a lot better and had ongoing talks and also too if you're working for an employer who doesn't really care about what you're doing and not making sure you're getting bathroom breaks or you're not being able to get your lunch break um, are you really going to jump up and down and get a new vaccination? Think about it. Are you? Are you really going to get, or is that just going to like, yep, yeah, okay, I'm leaving. See ya. Um, so yeah, it's one of those two things. I mean, um, that's what I think. And I think the shortages of personnel is getting worried. And you can also add to about, um, what the government has done about paying people to stay home. Um, some of those programs are are getting uh, are ending. So I think you might see more people coming back to the workforce. Um, but really, really, it doesn't really help either with gasoline. Gasoline in my area has jumped up to forty cents. It was like on Tuesday it was three fifty nine. Uh, it was the morning. The morning I woke up, it was at three fifty nine. By noon, or shortly after afternoon, it had jumped to three seventy nine. So that was a twenty cent jump. Thursday, it jumped up to three eighty nine, and now it jumped. It this morning when I woke up, it was three eighty nine, and now it jumped up to three ninety nine. So, yeah, it's jumping quite a bit. So, so that doesn't help. Um, so, so anyway, so, um, so yeah, if you want to, so yeah, I mean, gas doesn't help. So getting supplies in doesn't help. Um, you know, all these different things are playing a, playing, uh, factors right now. And it's crazy. It doesn't really help either. What is going on with, um, what's going, what's happening between Russia and uh, Ukraine. Um, that doesn't really help. I, I, I need to get some information. I heard about what about a nuclear fire from a nuclear plant. I don't know. I have to read that. I was I saw that today in the headlines. I need to read more about that. Maybe do a thing about that. But it doesn't 
it doesn't really help with some things going on. I mean, you have all, not just what, you don't have all these inner, you have a lot of these inner tension and strains, and now you have something outside putting a lot more strain on those two, and it's just like, yeah. This spring and summer could be quite bumpy. Could be. Could it could be, but it's just it's just crazy. I mean, I'm here getting ready to to get get ready this weekend to get ready for my uh, surgery and. It could cancel it. Well, it's can it's canceled for Monday and then rescheduled for a different day next week. So, so yeah, it's just really, um, really, really nuts. It's um really, it's just totally nuts right now. And I think some of these shortages could be avoided, um, especially about staffing. Um, I'm not sure if, if my, I, I'm pretty sure mine is due to staffing. I don't know if it's just because they don't have the medicals, but it's just, it's just crazy right now. <sighs> Excuse me. It's just really, really, really nuts. And I don't know. <laughs> and you know, I try to try to look at things on a positive note. And you know, I try to look. I try to look at things positively. Like, not like this can't last. There's got to be an end in sight. But I'm looking down the road, and I, I don't see the off ramp. <laughs> Do you? I mean, unless something, unless something physically makes changes in policies about some of the stuff, it's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse. You know. Um, and then you have all this stuff going on and then, you know, people with just regular plain old problems. I mean, it's just I mean, I know how all this is affecting my family. I could just about imagine if somebody was having a lot more problems. Uh, a lot more stresses than that I have right now. But um, yeah, that's just one of the one of the things. It's just crazy. And I just and then the stuff that's happening in Ukraine, and I'm just like, yeah. So. It's just. It's just really nuts. 
And it's a very, it's very, you know, it feels like it's a very uncertain time too, because you just don't know what's going to happen. It's, you don't have that confidence. You wake up and and it's just crazy. You don't have that confidence like in things. You don't like gasoline has just went like way up like this week. Uh, prices in the store. I was look. I was looking at my local grocery store online about looking for coupons and how much uh, milk in my area is costing like three dollars and nineteen cents. I'm like, <laughs> and uh, I was just like, oh my word! I saw that milk had been around two ninety nine. So that's a big jump. Um, um, finally, I found my waffles that I like to eat. Um, one of the local grocery store chains had some of them in, which was nice after so many weeks of like since Christmas, it seems like getting those in. Um, you know, just different things is just hard to find. Uh, right now, canned biscuits are, are difficult to find. I think they're being made and they're just, stores are only getting a certain amount of them in. And then they're just, they come back. I mean, they only get a certain amount in and then. You know, and then it flies off the shelf. You know, or people start buying up stuff. But, but it's the way it is. I mean, just different things are going up with inflation. And now with gas, and now with gas jumping like it did, grocery prices are going to jump even more. I mean, I'm in here. This morning I was looking at my budget because I know what I have to pay. And and now I have to make some decisions of what do I need to give up in order to to make sure what I have. And that is a really good question. So I was looking at stuff that uh, some of my subscriptions and I'm just sitting here going well what do I need um, what what do I need what can I give up what what can I live without basically just to save just to have a little bit of extra money to make sure I have to make sure I can get what I need so it's basically down coming like what I need and what I want and it's one of those things and also knowing that I'm making some more bills it's just like more medical bills and so it's just like oh my word so it's one of those two things so so yeah I mean it's just crazy and like I said these 
I mean, not only dealing with the shortages of the medical staff, it might be med- medical staff and not having enough supplies too. One of the two, but I think she did say it was staff shortage. Um, you know, and then you have the shortages in the grocery store. Then you have gas going up. I mean, I mean, no one's not even asking the question, is it possible that maybe in a few weeks, especially when we go over to the, to the spring gasoline, which costs a whole lot more money and the way it has to be refined. Um, is there a possibility that we may have, we're maybe looking at gas shortages? that America hasn't seen since the 1970s. Since we've got a war going on with, well, it's not called a war yet, but I, I feel I feel like the current state of, of the mind of, of the president's administration, I feel like that's where they want to take us. They want to take us into war. And I could be wrong, and I'm hoping I'm wrong. But I just, I just sometimes look at the situation right now, and I just think a war with Russia is is coming um and all it all it all depends on what putin does in ukraine and i feel very sorry i feel very i feel very i feel i feel bad for the ukrainian people because now we're going to have dozens of refugees hitting the other countries around the ukraine like poland and going into the eu and all that and how does those economies right now absorb another millions of people i mean stuff like that and we also need to think about our border too what's going on down south down south of the border um so yeah it's only different things we need to think about and i i just i just don't know as like i said there's just like this uncertainty about stuff and it's in the air and people are not talking about it attention in the air you know you can feel it and weighing down on people and it's just like we just don't know what's gonna happen but with my faith you know I'm always reminded that God is in control and that he he knew about what my yeah by the way my dryer went out last week I was like, oh yay. Uh, hoping it's something simple to fix. But it's, it's, it's we've had it for a very long time. So um, I have my ideas what happened to the dryer. But um, so we we've so now my, so now my household has to deal with the dryer after I get done with the after after my surgery where we just kind of decided to put that on hold we, we have a we have a friend that has stepped up and said hey we can you you can use my dryer so when we need it so that's like good um so i mean like i said you know now you know i think about trying to get the dryer fixed and find out well if it's not what we think it is and we need to get the repair person and find a good one that doesn't just charge an arm and a leg. And will that person, 
will that person have the part or be able to get the part or do we have to sit there and wait for so many weeks to get a part in for the dryer? Or if the part that we need for the dryer is so expensive that maybe it's better off to go buy a new dryer. And I don't want to buy a new dryer. That's crazy. On top of, of gas gas going up, <clears throat> food food going up. Um, <clears throat> so one good thing I can say on a positive note, because since I have insurance, that my medicine is all locked and right for one year. <laughs> so like, so that that's helpful for me anyway. So that's one positive thing, but. I don't know. It's just, it's just a crazy, like I said, it's just a crazy uncertain time with every, different things going on. And, you know, with gas prices going up, that's going to affect me about food, getting my, getting stuff shipped to me, all that. I mean, it's, it's going to be trickled down to the computer, to the consumer. It always is. Um, it, it doesn't matter whether you drive or don't drive. It's, it's coming down to um, the company, not company, but to the consumer. Sorry. So, yeah, it's just it's just a crazy, just crazy, crazy craziness. So, so yeah, it's just totally, it's just really, really, it's just, I want to say really, really, really a bit scary at times too, because you just don't, it's like, oh, you wake up and gas went and jumped another dime. You know how we could solve the gas prices right now for a quick jumping? If we opened up the key line, uh, the, the uh, pipeline that was running from Canada down to the Dakotas. The key line, uh, it's called the key line post line, uh, post pipeline that uh, Biden said no to. And actually that would also get Russia's attention because Russia, uh, exports a lot of oil and I also believe Russia also um, they also export a lot of manure and guess what farmers use Manure. So yeah. So let me see.
So, yeah, sorry for the silence. I was just looking up something. Um. Yeah, uh, crude plutonium, refined plutonium, and plutonium gas, coal something, I can't pronounce that word, forgive me, dyslexia here a moment, and wheat, exposed mostly to China, Netherlands, oh, that uh, country that's north of the Ukraine, I've heard it pronounced, sorry, when it comes to new words I don't hear very often, I have no phonics, I have, actually, I have very little phonics, I have more phonics than I did now when I was in school, believe it or not, in Germany and Italy. So, I mean, if we started producing oil again and selling it to, to these countries that depend on it, we, we would hit Russia in their pocketbook very quickly, more than fighting with Russia. So, yeah. So this is one thing that I think we need to um, understand when it comes about dealing with some of these countries. Sometimes it's not always best to go to war with them. It's best to hit them where it hurts to make them stop. Um, so I don't know. Like I said in my last podcast, my podcast about this on Sunday, and you know, we need to pray for peace for Ukraine, but we also need to pray for wisdom and courage for our leaders to make the right decisions, not the wrong ones, because one wrong step could lead us into World War III very easily. And I just seen looking something up about a nuclear plant that Russia attacked. It's like, oh, great. Uh... It, it feels like the Cold War all over again. Um, but it's not. So, it's one of those things. And I think... I, I, I think we need to remember that when we're out in public with people, that people are stressed and they're tense with a lot of different things going on. And I think people are probably going to snap a little bit more and just stuff and I think we just need to be a lot more friendlier to each other and a lot more understanding that people are just stressed. This is a very stressful time for everybody and a lot of people are facing all different kinds of stresses from the normal stuff for the family you know people could have family issues going on on top of everything else which make it harder and I think we just need to be a lot more understanding instead of being mean towards each other. So when I end, so I'm gonna end this. It's just remember to be understanding to, with strangers that you don't know and people that you know too. I mean, it's just a lot of different things are going on right now, and I also think we we, we need to pray for uh, the peace for Ukraine. <laughs> you know, I, we just need to pray because I don't know how does another economy you know, absorb two or three extra million people 
within their borders. And the destruction that's going on in civilian homes. I mean, the people who pay for the cost of war is not the government. It's the people who live in the country. They're the ones, if they ever went back, have to rebuild their cities, their homes, their livelihood. Uh, war has a, war has a cost, and it and it scars the society, and and it takes a while to rebuild, and it can be very hard and very difficult, which stuff like that. So we also need to pray for peace for Ukraine, but we also need to pray for our leaders that they will have the wisdom and the courage to make the right decisions because sometimes making the right decision is it goes against sometimes the grain of what they're being told with their advisors and I think we we need to pray we we need to pray for that because this is just getting out of hand it's getting ridiculous my thing and also I, I will tell you this don't believe everything you hear out of the national media. I don't care whether you listen to uh, CNN or Fox News. I feel like either right now about the Ukraine, I feel like we're just being fed a whole bunch of propaganda about some reasons because it doesn't really make sense why we're over there. But um, that's my opinion. You can take it or leave it. Um, I would just say, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like sometimes there are people who are in charge that uh, want us to go to war because the war machine is very powerful and I think they want us to go in, into war so they can make money. <sighs> that again is my opinion. Um, I just like I said, I just don't believe everything that I hear sometimes. I like to look things up for myself and stuff like that. So, anyway, I don't really want this to be a long one. It just went over my time limit that I wanted. So, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go. And I will be taping a podcast for Sunday. Woohoo! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! And I will be talking about uh, <clears throat> March is Physical Disability Awareness Month. And I will be talking about, I'll be having a segment on that. Probably a couple of segments on other things, so that'll probably be a longer podcast. If my voice holds up. And so I will see you guys there. I will see you when, I will see you on Sunday. And thanks, thank you for listening to me. I appreciate it. Um, if you wish to send me an email, you can send me an email at alexandermarsthewriter at aol.com. You can go to my website and follow my blog there at alexandermarsh.com. And you can also fill out the contact form. Fill it out. I'll definitely get it. I promise you. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter and see what I've been doing. Uh, at AM Storytelling, where you want to know what I'm doing about my manuscript, what I'm working on next, what I've been doing during the week. Catch me there. You can also catch me on Facebook at Alexander Mars. 
Um, but yeah, if you really want to know more uh, up-to-date information, I've been going to Twitter quite a bit more and, and going there and just shooting out what I want to shoot out. So yeah, so it's AM Storytelling. You can also send me a message too. Um, I'm open to that as well. Um, so yeah, if you guys got like any questions you want to know about rheumatoid arthritis, um, or what I think needs to change how people approach, uh, people with physical disabilities, let me know. Send me a job. Let me know. I'll, I'll answer it. Um, this and that. So, so yeah, I will. So I will catch you guys later and have a wonderful day and, you know, stay calm, stay focused. Well, we will all get through this together. So I will talk to you later. Doodles.